Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. Donald Skeen, good morning. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I, I, I'm more say a home cook. A home you know, cook. I know, just to not upset I know the chefs. You do that. The but, chefs you know. in the world say, "Did you go to chef school?" <laughs> Listen, how are you? I'm really good. I've got a question for you. Yeah. I know you got chickens recently. I did get chickens recently. Look at you. And I also know the names of your chickens. <laughs> However, I could identify several several of them yep. as Eurovision stars, okay? Yep. So there's Dana. There's Dana. Linda. Yep. There is Neve. Neve Kavanagh, of course. And then Loreen. Lorene, yeah. But the two I couldn't identify were Carola and Charlotte. Yes. Well, it's I've got the Irish Eurovision winners. I see that. Female Eurovision winners. Yeah. And then I've got the Swedish female Eurovision to represent um, my wife, surprisingly. Okay. <laughs> so Sophie, obviously a Swedish lady. So yeah. who are Car- Carola and Charlotte? Carola, basically, I, I, interesting that you should mention this because Carola won in 1991 and then Linda won in 1992. So okay. I always, they're always intertwined. And interestingly enough, Linda Martin, uh, I think she was in the 1983 or 1984 contest came second with Terminal 3 or something. Terminal 3, yeah. But uh, Carola was also in the 1984-1983 contest. <laughs> and So they're always intertwined. So there you go, my chickens. And, and Charlotte was also a Swedish Eurovision. Charlotte won in 1999. 99. 1999. Yeah, there you go. This man knows his Eurovision backwards. We're not even in Eurovision season. No, we're not. But still, you've named your chickens there after you all go. of them. Exactly. How are the chickens getting on? Are they all right? They're doing very well. They're la- I was shocked. I, do- I thought kind of over Christmas in the, win- in the winter months they yeah. wouldn't be late. Well, but we're getting about like two or three eggs a day and they're eating all the food scraps. There's no food waste in the house at the moment. Kevin the van says, Dave, you couldn't keep chickens on your yucky green plastic carpet in your back garden. <laughs> chickens <laughs> like real grass. Shut up, Kev. <laughs> He's absolutely right. But I could build something out the front where there's a little bit of grass. I would also add that chicken poop on, uh, <laughs> on, on, Astro. on AstroTurf is not a good mix. No. Don Skeen is here. Don, you've got a new book out called Home Kitchen and... You know me, and I've been in touch with you a number of times to tell you, thank you for figuring out, basically the only thing my wife fancies about me anymore is <laughs> that every now and again I cook a Donald Skeen dish and she goes, oh my God, that was so delicious, you're so hot in the kitchen. And the rest of the time I was just giving out. But, you like, are, you're, you're a closet super fan, I, I know a it. super fan yeah. of your cooking. No, and I'll tell you why, right, because cooking is intimidating in a lot of times and you see recipes and you're kind of like, oh, I just don't know. And what I've always found with you is, because you even called yourself there a, a home chef. And obviously the book is called Home Kitchen. But I've always found your recipes very easy to follow. And it, they, they've given me confidence to then go, well, hang on, I know that skill from Donald and mm-hmm. I've learned that. So now I can apply that to something else that I've enjoyed. And it works. Yeah, it does. And I think that's the thing is if you can get in with one recipe and if you can really own, and you have this chicken chicken, and chicken with garlic and yeah. rosemary and gnocchi and a tomato sauce. And that's a perfect example mm. of a way in. If you like, if you are nervous at all of cooking, just nail that one recipe. And like, that's why like all the recipes in the book are all that one recipe. If well, you can nail that one recipe, it gets you in and you start getting, feeling confident to do other do. ones. You know? I would recommend for a recipe like that in this book, the leftover roast chicken pasta. Oh, yes. Because, you know you make the point like everyone's got leftover chicken after yeah. a roast on a Sunday Monday's dinner instead of just being a little bit more of the chicken and some of the mashed potatoes that are left over you can actually transform it into something really amazing yeah and make this really kind of unctuous sauce that is just so gorgeous amongst the pasta and all the all the best bits of a chicken dinner in a pasta I mean what what I've, can go wrong I've done that <laughs> I did also slightly 
uh, I stole one of your recipes, but I just adapted it because I don't like mushrooms and I don't like tofu. And it's a mushroom and tofu oh, rice bowl. Oh, great, okay. Well, I just made it with chicken and So you made a rice bowl. I did. I made a rice bowl with chicken and it's actually gone down really well in the house. All, all six of us are chowing down on that at the moment. But it, so. Dave, I think that's the confidence right there. You, would, you know, if you didn't believe, you wouldn't have Before been able to go and transform it. But this is your 11th book. This is number 11, yeah, yeah. Like, all the meals are cooked so how can you possibly how could there be more recipes but yet here there are hundreds and hundreds of pages of recipes I mean is it a case of you like spending months thinking about things that I have have I done this before have I done it in this exact way before like how's the process like so the pro I mean generally the books tend to be kind of autobiographical in some yeah. ways because yeah. like when we had kids all of a sudden our cooking changed when, you know and all of a sudden you have to think of what you have in the kitchen what you can make and then also do it in 15 minutes with a screaming child at yeah. your uh, leg and they never have enough snacks so like <laughs> I can't make enough food quickly enough to maintain the snacks and the dinner time so yeah so all of that combined uh, means that each book tends to be for, to serve a purpose and I think yeah. this you know home kitchen is we've just moved into our very first family home we need recipes that will feed the, the crew and like and it's a lovely one to, to write because it was a lovely uh, story to tell in mm. that sense but the recipes in there at the core of it are the ones that will serve your home kitchen well yeah, and the, yeah. the, the weekday meals chapter alone I think is worth just having a look at that because <laughs> uh, that'll solve because the, the, God knows the question these lads hear it from here when my missus rings me he's like hey how are you and I'm like they hear my side of the phone because like yeah yeah good yeah yeah working with yeah me and then yeah 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 and I don't know did we have chicken yesterday yeah I know. and literally every day the question is the same what are we having for dinner I, this I, could be at 12 but, one. but you know what like like you said 11 books I still stand in front of the pantry and the kitchen and going like what are we going to make for dinner so there, it's definitely a constant evolution of uh, of queries but, uh, but no, there, I, I'm already working on the next see I've no doubt I've no doubt um, speaking of things so you, you said you got a new house you did get a new house recently yeah, that's yeah. very exciting it's very exciting yeah we've been moving around so much the last couple of years so yeah, we were you were in LA yeah. you were back here you were obviously renting and doing bits so you yeah. finally find somewhere to settle yes and then the excitement of putting that together look I'm a DIY freak as you know but putting your own stamp on something there's nothing like it is there there is nothing like it but I do think you know we, we I, I admire your DIY skills and we were talking about this kind of being like the confidence you require in the kitchen yeah I, th- where, I think there's some analogies yeah. yeah and I think there is that feeling of like I'm pretty good at like putting up a picture frame I'm pretty good at Hanging putting up shelves shelf, and things great, but like yeah. the, the level that you're at is a level that I'm not sure I'm quite there okay, yet. What, what do I need yeah, to, so this to is a, move the point it along? I was making the Donald during the song there was that surely the same rules apply to people who maybe don't have the confidence they can maybe stick some fish fingers under the grill right but they don't have the confidence to cook a dish from scratch but in Donald's kitchen which by the way I've seen on your Instagram is gorgeous but you would have a sharp knife you would have the right chopping boards a food mixer a blender whatever the the spices and herbs the fresh ones the dried ones whatever I think DIY is the same I think if you want to hang a picture like okay you probably need like a a screwdriver and maybe something you can reef into the wall but like if you're going to build something, you're going to need a saw. You're going to need a proper saw. You're yeah. going to need a couple of saws. You're going to need, you know, like drill guns. You're going to need... All, there's, a, there's a whole world of stuff you need. you need. And if you have the right equipment and a little bit of confidence, yeah. then I think what you apply to cooking, I'm sure 
could be applied to DIY. In theory, yes. However, <laughs> my house is filled with, you know those, um, what are those? See, I don't even know. The plastic, so you drill the hole, yeah. the plastic, is it a wall raw, plug? Raw, raw plugs. Why does brand. my house is now filled with wall plugs that like stick out a little bit? <laughs> so like I have the screw in, but the wall plug's sticking out a little bit. Yeah. I, ha- I, ha- I hung a rail for the kids in their, in their bedroom and like it's a lovely little space. But the ra- the rail has two wall plugs that like stick out. So the rail actually kind of just mangles and it's like, it's I'll call it. over after the show and fix the scratching each other's backs here. I'm currently admiring your pergola or yeah. pergola or however it's sure it pronounced, but whatever it is. Uh, but come here, before, let's, let's talk TV show before you yes. go because your uh, home cook show's been on Wednesdays. Yep. But on this Friday, the 22nd, there's a bit of a Christmas special. There is a Christmas special. So the home cook Christmas special. We we actually filmed this up in my friend Jenny Glasgow's uh, house up in Mead. And it's beautiful. It's really Christmassy. And moreover, it's, I suppose it's like the alternative Christmas. Because like Nevin nails the Christmas dinner. Okay. Uh, Rory does all the fabulous other things. Yeah. Like we're all doing bits on the TV. But my version this year is the get the escape of Christmas. So doing oh. something that's just the stuff you really love. Like the, you know, the, there's a sticky... Um, whiskey and plum baked ham there's salt and bocca parsnips there's a tear and share wreath there's uh, what else do I have there's a really lovely recipe for uh, roast onion cheddar and thyme uh, uh, batter puddings I can't call them oh Yorkshire puddings but well, they're so good uh, with the gravy is lovely and so I, I suppose more than anything it's just the things that you really look forward to and the alternatives to the, the Christmas dinner making that it cosy making it simple tear and share wreath sounds outstanding is that bread that's uh, well there's a puff pastry that's actually not in the Christmas special as I think of it. Okay, right. <laughs> but there's, no, the there's a tear and share. No, there's a beautiful tear and share uh, sticky cinnamon cardamom uh, oh my God. loaf, which even is really better, good. Even yeah. better. Okay. See, you, this is what happens. You start forgetting what you've actually what you've done. done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right, well, look, but before we let you start, we yeah. should say, just to let everybody know, that is on at 6.30 on RT1 on the 22nd, this coming Friday. So make sure you uh, don't miss that, uh, the home cook Christmas special. But before you go, the quick fire round. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. You Absolutely. didn't prepare me no, for this. Oh, okay. Top of your head, top of your head. Yeah. Uh, what would you like to be known definitively as the best in the world at? Uh, based on this conversation, someone who puts in uh, <laughs> screws in the right way. <laughs> That's not true. No, but uh, look, I know you look, for example, you had a, you, you're a very successful chef. Cook. You had a pop career. Yeah. You know, did you ever want to be a footballer? Would you like to be like the best ever mountain climber? Was there, well, the, uh, the, the biggest thing is that I was a failed Eurovision act. Yes. That, so winning the Eurovision <laughs> song contest, uh, Justin took it out. I mean, I still hold on to that dream. Maybe one day. Has anyone won it? Who's won it? the most Lorene's won it twice we're now even we're now even Stevens uh, country with, with Sweden. but individually though Johnny's Lorene won it twice and Lorene. Johnny are on the same so if yeah. you won the Eurovision three times <laughs> that, that's you would the be dream. the best in the world at the Eurovision that's very true yeah so, okay. okay thanks, thanks Dave who's the most, <laughs> for my career defining moment <laughs> who's the most famous person in your phone Oh my God, I have no idea. Yes, uh, you do. Come on. Uh, uh, Brian Dowling, who I'm going upstairs to <laughs> <laughs> after this. There's definitely more famous people than Brian. We'll give it up, Brian. Oh, actually, uh, Karamo from Queer Eye, because I, no, uh, I really? ended up beside at a lunch um, in Los Angeles randomly before he was on Queer Eye. Oh, so and, he had his number from before. Yeah, and Amazing. before he became super famous. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. a good one. And he, t- he did what they do on the show, like gives you the full life <laughs> advice thing. And I was like, why, why are we talking about my childhood <laughs> right now? Like, are we having a great Right moment at yeah. the table. And then Tia Mori, who's um, who was from Sister Sister, who oh, I did a okay. show. Yeah, she's Tia. Tia, Tia Mori. That is outrageous. I love Sister Sister so much. Yeah. 
Call home, Roger. There you go. Love it. Love it. Um, now, this is a food-related one. So go back to when you were seven or eight years old. Yep. What, what national school were you in? Uh, I went to Sutton Park. In, Sutton Park, yeah. okay. So did you bring a lunchbox in? Yeah. What was in it? Uh, it was an Ed the Duck lunchbox. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was probably like a jam sandwich. <laughs> And a petty for Luke. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like my mother was doing anything yeah. special than anyone else because that's exactly what it was. And there was waffles and there was fish fingers when we got home. There was baked beans and cocktail sausages oh, and yeah, we were living our best I'm lives. That was the right 90s, now. baby. <laughs> <laughs> who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse? You don't even have to know the person. Uh, who would I want to about? I hate these quick Terrible. Who would I like? I don't know. My wife. My, ch- my Actually, my little fella, Ollie, because he is, Ollie. we call him Demolition Ollie. Okay. Nothing <laughs> stops this child. And right. so, yeah, my my three, my four year old uh, Ollie would be beside he me. We'd be rocking, we'd fair, be rocking through, kicking zombie butt. And the final question I ask everybody, because I don't, uh-huh. do you, Donald Skeen, wash your legs in the shower? This is a very topical conversation. Oh. And I have more recently, based on the large amount of conversations. <laughs> I do give them the odd wash. I wouldn't say every day, no. But like, but certainly now that I now that the conversation is out in in public, I feel a duty. To and I'm wash trying my legs. to I'm trying to reel it back in and and, and well, convince people like you that you're wasting your time. Well, the thing is, like, yes, you're wasting your time. But do you get like you? So you take. I have I have a system in the okay, new chair. Okay? So we've got. The I've re, I've basically got these three very beautiful. Uh, what are they called? Like dispensers oh, yeah, in the yeah, shower. Yeah, yeah. They're aesthetically pleasing. Excellent. So there's What's no in them? ugly looking shower bottles yeah, in our yeah, shower yeah, yeah. and this is only recent because we have our own our own home <laughs> yeah, now yeah. Um, there is shampoo Aussie bum yeah. or whatever it's called right. uh, a shampoo conditioner and then there's that it's the tingly you know the minty tingly oh you don't put that wash. in the hot spots do you? oh, oh yes I, I do oh yes I do so that, like, that's where I feel like I haven't had a full tingly moment unless, unless the, legs the legs are, are tingly. done so yeah you're and right. I'm big into the cold showers as well oh, you're not yeah, oh I love the cold shower I finish with the cold shower and it's great yeah, no? You haven't got I, there? I used to like them, but anyway. You've moved uh, on, have I'm, you? I'm, I'm, listen, I'm all soft. Hot, I've always been. Hot <laughs> and cosy is the only way you want to find me at any point. Donald Skeen, congratulations on Home Kitchen. It's a great book. Thank you. The Home Kitchen Christmas special this Friday, half six, RT1. Thanks for coming in and happy Christmas to you and the family. Thank you. I will hope that next year I will come up with a chicken and gnocchi dish that will suit you, <laughs> sir. Dave Moore. On Today FM. Podcast.